Hey y'all, it's Heather Hayes. Welcome back to Baby Steps, the podcast. In today's episode, we talk about the ultimate baby step, and that is just starting. We have an amazing episode, so please listen further. And at the end, you are going to take away three nuggets of my wisdom that are going to help you to just get started and to keep on going. All right, so I'm going to tell you about this crazy dream I had last night. I think that the overarching idea that I had for this podcast is something that we talked about in the first one where the universe is always giving you opportunities and it's whether or not you're recognizing what's in front of you or choosing to recognize what's in front of you because things that are right for you will appear at the right time and so it's how you choose to interpret what is being offered. So getting into my dream last night. Hi, uh, and we have a, a special guest here today, Mando, Nicole's dog, who is going to continually put his ball in my lap, so you might hear him in the background. He's just trying to play. There you go, bud. Um, <laughs> so last night I had this dream that I went to a networking event, and it was actually a, a press conference, I think. Um, I had seen on LinkedIn, this is in real life, I had seen on LinkedIn a colleague of mine had gone to... Um, something around women-owned businesses for the month of March, and President Biden had done an address to the group prior to the rest of the event happening. And for whatever reason, I think that stuck in my mind, like, holy, you know what, people I know just went to something where the president was speaking, like, that just makes my sphere a little bit more interesting. And apparently my brain hung on to that, and last night I had a dream, but I went to an address that the president was giving, which currently is President Biden, and I got there early enough to get a seat in the front row. Mm -hmm. And it it was desk style. We were all sitting at desks. I don't know why. So I was in the front, and he starts talking, and he looks over and winks at me like like he knew me. And I just kind of like brushed it off, and then we realized that we could make more room for people in the room. So everybody started like shoving the desks together, making space. And those of us who had been in the front were all bummed because we got there early and now we were losing our spot in the front. So I'm walking around, there was a a break in in the conference, and I'm walking around and Biden walks up to me and he's like, hey, I remember you. And I'm like, wow, I don't know how, like I was sitting in the front row. And he's like, no, you have that really cool product, Stroll Runner, right? I'm like, how the heck does the president of the United States know about my product and my business? There's no reason for him to know unless he's got, you know, grandkids that would benefit from using it. And so we just got into this conversation about it. And I remember giving him my like elevator pitch about what Stroll Runner was. And he thought it was the coolest thing. Well, at that moment, a bunch of TV cameras came over and they started recording the conversation he and I were having. And it was so natural to have this conversation with him. But at the same time, of course, what was going through my head is, wow, what awesome PR I'm getting right now. Like having this conversation and just being in the right place at the right time and having, you know, you never know who's going to recognize what you've put out there. There were some other funny parts to the dream, but if he ever listens to this, I really don't want him to hear that. So I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> I'll tell you offline, Nicole. But what I took away from that was I've really been thinking a lot about networking lately and about how to get a message out, especially when you're just starting something new and wondering, you know, is social media the right place to be broadcasting something? Do you need to build a website? Do you need to 
you know, have this huge LinkedIn profile. And I think the resounding message is, you know, just start. You and I have talked about that a lot lately. Like just put something out there and start and you can refine it later. Hence Mm -hmm. this podcast, right? Like we don't have a huge direction, but we know that we're drawn to do it. So we are. And I've been wanting to to look up some local networking events and get out there, but also some more national things for my business, Stroll Runner, where I'm getting out to trade shows and making those same kinds of connections. I absolutely do not think that the president of the United States is going to be the person that's there, but maybe opportunities like that will present themselves, but I definitely have to take that first step. So I don't need to know the how, it's the what. And the what for me right now is that I've been like resonating with is get out there and just you have to start spreading your message in order for any impact to happen and then the hows will start to come so what do you think of that one wow (laughs) (laughs) holy i can never expect a normal dream from you which is (laughs) this is somewhat normal compared to some of the other ones yeah (laughs) definitely definitely on a, a different level but I think there's a lot to be said about facing fears by just doing something. One of the things that I have found that to this day will hold me back is not feeling like I'm fully prepared. I can read so many books, I can listen to so many podcasts, I can have so many conversations with people, feeling like I'm doing my due diligence and getting as prepared as possible to launch something or to start something new. Uh, just launched my coaching business finally, which I've been wanting to do for decades and feeling like this imposter syndrome, feeling this this sense of, I guess, I guess it's not feeling qualified to do what you want to put out there to the world. And the truth is that you are so qualified for it. You have the experience. People want to hear from you. It's believing in yourself and taking that step. And those steps can be so many different things. It Maybe for some people, it's building the website. Maybe for some people, it's starting to talk into the microphone like we're doing. I think the easiest thing to do, I shouldn't say the easiest, I think one of the most attainable things is going to a networking event because everybody else there is there for the same reason. They all want to make connections. They all want to tell their story, learn about what other people are doing, and you just have a really good platform to be able to speak about what it is. We went to an event last night that we hosted, and for the first time I said out loud to someone, you know, I just started this coaching business. And when you say just start to some people, they think, oh, you're brand new at this. And really you have tons and tons of experience behind you. You're just brand new at actually charging for it because you've been doing it anyway. And it was interesting to, to listen to myself and how I explained what it is that I intend to be doing and learning from that and crafting and seeing the reaction that you get from people. And you know, you're gonna mess up or you're not gonna say it exactly the way you want to. You know, this person looked at me and was like, oh, so you're a life coach. And I was like, ah, yeah, I guess so. But I don't even love that term. And I think the reason that I don't love that term, I was journaling about this this morning, is that to me, it feels like something that a ton of other people are already doing. And I want to have some sort of individuality and I want to have a niche. And I crave not being like everyone else, but just being who we are, just being born, we're already someone different. And a million podcasts already exist, right? But, you know, in our situation, just us having our voice and bringing our personalities to it, even if we talk about some of the same things, it's already different mm-hmm. in and of itself. I'm going to bring you back around to, you were talking about just starting mm-hmm. and how a lot of the time you feel like you need the preparation and what made you launch Stroll Runner? Like, I feel like a huge business and a new invention, like, 
there's probably so many people out there that have these great ideas to invent something or to start this new business that has never been thought of before and they're probably waiting and procrastinating and putting it off because that fear is absolutely daunting Mm. coming from an inventor yourself like what you could have done all the preparation but like what made you finally just do the soft launch in 2021 i had a lot of great mentors who talked to me about minimum viable product mvp and not having something be absolutely perfect to put it out there Minimum viable product is an actual thing that that people talk about a lot because it's real and that's the only way that anything gets launched is that you have to put something out there and it doesn't have to be perfect. If everyone held on to every invention or every idea they had until it was perfect, it would never happen. And so I think that I had to trust people who had done this before me and had the experience and who I looked up to and trusted to have the courage, I don't think it's confidence, I think courage comes before confidence, to have the courage to actually put something out there and then see what feedback I got, Mm -hmm. knowing that I could modify, knowing that I could make changes to it, knowing that I was going to rebuild the website a million, I've had (laughs) them on my third one, right? So that didn't need to be perfect and we're getting ready to redo that too. Knowing I was going to have people not like it and and that I can't please everyone, Mm -hmm. but I had to at least present it to the people that I created it for. You know, they're not going to benefit from it if I don't put it out there. I think that that's that's the point. There is always someone that is waiting to benefit from what you have to offer. Mm -hmm. And you're doing them a disservice by waiting and holding back the gifts that you have to give. You're doing yourself and the entire world a disservice for sure. Mm -hmm. I think they call it playing small, Hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You got to take those risks. Yeah. And they seem scary, but I, I challenge people to think back to something in your life that seemed so overwhelming and so daunting and made you want to curl up in a ball and you never thought you were going to get through it. It was consuming you in the moment and the scariest thing. And you're like, I'm not going to live through this. It's just, <laughs> this is the end. This is it. I, I'm just, I can't. And now it probably is just a blip in your memory, mm-hmm. right? Like you got through it. You're fine every challenge that you face is going to end up being one of those blips but it also becomes a stepping stone towards something greater for yourself Mm -hmm. yeah it's having that courage like you said to take the risk and if you didn't have the fear behind taking that risk then maybe that's not what you should be doing Mm -hmm. you know i remember when we first oh goodness what was it oh you were talking to someone whom I cannot say on this podcast, but you were getting ready to talk to this person. You were like, I'm so nervous. Mm. And both Lisa, your coach, um, and I were like, yes, like this means that this means the world to you. Like you should be doing this. And it's that much more important because you're nervous. Mm. So you should be definitely be doing this. (laughs) There's, um, I try to remind myself, and it, it doesn't always come up when I need it to, but I try to remind myself that fear and excitement are two sides of the same coin. Mm. That's another Jen Sincero saying. I actually wanted to get a tattoo of that, but I was like, how do I do that? Do I put, like, fear on one shoulder and, you know, excitement <laughs> on the other shoulder and, like, I'm the coin? I don't know. It doesn't or, like, sense, a literal but... coin. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Only I know what it means, but that's all that matters. Um, but I try to remember when I'm scared that the feeling 
for me, I get butterflies in my stomach, and I feel sick to my stomach, and there's there's actual like chemical, neurological things that create that. You're actually releasing digestive en- enzymes. That's why your stomach gets sick like that. But I try to remind myself that fear and excitement feel the same in my body, and if I can just change my mindset around, is this fear or am I excited? Doesn't always work, mm-hmm. but it's a great practice to mm-hmm. really even just ground myself to have, to give myself the courage to move forward and and try to overlook that fear. Fear can be an ally to you, really. It can push you. And every time you overcome something, you get that much stronger. And the next time you have to do that thing, you remember, you, you it's muscle memory. Your mind's muscle memory. You remember that you got through it and it's not gonna be as hard the next time. And it gets easier and easier and easier. Mm-hmm. But without fear, we aren't driven to do things. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think that there's there's good fear and bad fear and I just thought of that so I could totally change my mind about that in two seconds but I feel like good fear is like inventing a product and being so excited but having the fear of launching it on the other side is bad fear I guess you could say I wouldn't even say it's bad fear but say you're in a pickle financially like we've probably seen many people in real estate they get under contract on a property but they don't have all the funds to close Mm. and so they have that 45 to 60 days to come up with those funds that's like the fear that's terrifying and but it's motivating you to get that money well there's also your instincts to listen to right like Mm. there's some fear that's like now that's real fear and that's your body's you know natural instinct telling you do not do this yeah that's like don't walk down a dark alley at night right like that's a totally different fear than than the fear of failure the fear of fear of rejection the fear of judgment Mm -hmm. those are all things that I face I mean I even to this day even like calling myself a coach and and launching that which by launching that you know I changed my LinkedIn profile so and it sent out an, an update to all of my you know followers and connections so I mean it but that's real like that's putting it out there to my sphere those yeah. are the people that I like care the most about mm-hmm. um, I will say that the response I've gotten has been so positive like I've had people reach out already who are like maybe I should be connecting with you about things mm-hmm. and I mean these are people that are, are already friends of mine so to have you know that's just so validating and encouraging to have people that I know think, yeah, this is, this is exactly what you should be doing and I actually could benefit from spending some time with you. Well, it's validating and it brings that sense of fear, like it kind of squashes it. It's like, you did it, you did the dang thing and now you're getting all of this like reassurance that you did the right thing. And why did I wait so long? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure the universe would have done something to be like, no, 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 girlfriend, this is not your path, right. if it wasn't, yeah. but clearly it is. So, hell yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think coming back around to the original thing I was talking about with the dream and getting out there and networking and talking about things, one of the things I learned early on by building a, the product business or by having any idea was not to be afraid to talk to people about it. And when I say not to be afraid, I mean don't be afraid that someone's going to steal your idea. That's mm. another thing that comes up often. And I think that's natural because you have this idea, you do the research and you see maybe no one else has done it or no one else has done it the way you have. Mm-hmm. And you're afraid that it's such a good idea that if you tell anybody about it, they're going to steal it and they're going to go do it. And the reality is 
no one gives a shit and no one has the time to do it. I was going to say, no one has the motivation. <laughs> like, you've come up with this idea. You're so excited about it. Yeah. They have not put any energy or effort into that idea. Therefore, the motivation behind them actually, like, going through the effort of making it to sales or product or leading you to it. Yeah. Like, is, oh my, yeah. yeah. You're already light years ahead of them by having the idea and having thought through it enough to even have it come out of your mouth. So, can't progress your idea without sharing it and then getting help. I'll mm-hmm. say that too. I think that it's sensationalized that there are companies or people who have accomplished so much on their own and they, they did this all by themselves. There's no one out there who has built up anything successful without having other people help them. And it can be as simple as whoever lives in your home with you, supporting you so that you can be out you know, pounding the pavement or grinding or moonlighting or side hustling to get done what you're doing. There's always somebody behind everyone. I was just going to add, I totally agree with that. Um, I think it was a podcast with Jordan Peterson. He mentions that every successful man to, it's just how it is in our world that the majority of the extremely successful people in this world up until this day have been majority males. But you see that they all have one woman. They all have one solid wife in their lives because that is their grounding point Mm -hmm. and they can rely on that stability when they go home or however their life is structured and that is the solidifying thing that keeps them grounded and let's be clear we're not advocating for that nor do we say that that's the situation for everyone it's just driving home the point of Mm -hmm. someone being behind every person. No, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, you need that support. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And you need to be able to lean on people and ask for help. And it's going to get you so much further ahead by asking for help. Mm -hmm. There are so many amazing organizations, and this is one of the things that I'm super excited to work with people on, is I've been through taking an idea through having a product that's gone to market. And I wouldn't... I mean, it's taken me this long, but I, I wouldn't even be where I am right now. I'd still be years behind had I not reached out to the resources that were available. I can't wait to share those with people and kind of that roadmap of, I have this idea, now what? Mm-hmm. Like, I love that question because I've got I've got a year's worth of stuff for you to do and you can jump right in and you are going to be immersed in it. But there are so many organizations that helped me and mentors and, and people specifically who helped me to get so much further ahead and not reinvent the wheel mm-hmm. and, and give me their advice on what they would have done differently or what I can do that's going to help, um, even books to read. I mean, there's just, there's so much already out there. You don't, you actually, you can choose to try to do things alone or you can be super smart and, and get the help that's out there. I totally agree. Even just a super simple way to think about it is with real estate and mortgages, like a lot of people think the goal is to be able to buy a property by themselves with their own cash. And Mm -hmm. it's like, no, if you leverage Mm -hmm. essentially asking for help from a mortgage company Mm -hmm. and getting a loan, you're going to be able to build your wealth or your company so much faster. And not to mention the deductions you get. I think people think of borrowing money, I'm going to have to pay interest. Well, yeah, but it's also, you have to look at the long-term benefits and Mm -hmm. talk with your CPA. I certainly am not one, but Mm -hmm. about (laughs) what tax benefits you're going to have that will make that make sense. I think that I want to give a few takeaways to anybody listening who is thinking about either starting a business or adding to what they're doing, going down a different path, has an idea that they want to explore. 
certainly welcome to you know connect with me and have a one-on-one that's something that i'm uh, i've opened up to people through heather hayes coaching and we'll put some links in the the show notes but i would say number one takeaway is find networking opportunities find places where other entrepreneurs are gathering it could be a co-working space that you even just go like buy a day pass like Mm -hmm. we're lucky here in the burlington area we have hula and you can you know fifteen dollars one day thirty dollars other days you can go in and you have full use of the space everyone around you is somebody that has had an idea at one point in time and went out and did something about it. Mm-hmm. Like the the inspiration is amazing. And that's just in Little Vermont. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We have a few of them. So that would be number one would be find a co-working space, go spend some time there. Even if you aren't looking to go out on your own, I, I would just say the inspiration of doing that alone is phenomenal. Like the energy that you feel when you're there. Number two, I would say find the networking groups. So WBON is one, Center for Women and Enterprise. These are these are national groups. BNI I have a love hate with personally I feel like I can say that you know go on LinkedIn even or talk to other people who you know are are in groups even a book club a mastermind find some girlfriends find some guy friends um, get together and just be around other people and and the conversations that you have that will spark other ideas are just are going to motivate you so much I think just socializing in general yes. like I was telling you a story about Brandon like him playing pool and mm-hmm. simply wearing his logo out in public, yeah. just socializing with people. Just find a group of people that you drive with and it doesn't even have to be specifically about your business. As long as you're socializing and you're with your people and you're putting yourself out there and having conversations, like it's going to bring nothing but positivity. Mm-hmm. And then I'll leave with a third one. Third and last is online groups. If you're not comfortable getting together with people in person, technology is, you know, especially with COVID has come so far and made it very simple to join just about any group online. So look into what resources there might be for online groups with Zoom, or even like I said, get a few people that you know together, even if it's just your own friends, um, and do some sort of a Zoom or something, grab some Mm -hmm. wine, grab some tea, whatever, and (laughs) whatever you enjoy and just have those conversations share with people that you're thinking of doing something who knows maybe they're thinking of something too and they've Mm -hmm. just been too scared to bring it up be the accountability partners for each other all right i'm gonna leave it with that okay thank you guys so much for tuning in we will have all of the links in the show notes below to heather's social my social websites so strollrunner.com and then also contact information for heather's coaching all of the things. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks y'all. Bye.